welcome to the Accessible South Africa podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss travel in South Africa and beyond for persons with disabilities and special needs. I'm your host, Lois Strachan. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the final episode of the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast for 2018. I'm your host, Lois Strachan. Up till now on the podcast, we've been talking to persons with disabilities and asking them to share their stories about travel with us. Today, we're doing something a little bit different. You know, when I first heard about zip lining, I thought, there's no way that a person with disabilities could do that. I had the opportunity of talking to Angelique LaRue, the co-owner of Cirrus Zipline Adventures, and Angelique showed me exactly how wrong I was. If you're looking for a travel experience over this festive season, I really suggest giving Cirrus Zipline Adventures a call. But before you do that, let's hear from Angelique. Angelique LaRue, who is the co-owner of Cirrus Zipline Adventures. How are you doing, Angelique? I'm well, well. Thank you very much on that side. Great. And thank you so much for joining us on the Accessible South Africa podcast to talk about ziplining for people with disabilities and special needs. My absolute pleasure. Maybe we could start by just asking you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and about Cirrus Zipline Adventures. Okay, so our ziplines, we started in 2010, November of 2010. Before that, me and my husband were city dwellers, and we then took some time off to find a place in the Western Cape. At that stage, there was no um, ziplining in the Western Cape, and my in-laws' business on the garden route to come up for the adventures. At this stage, has been going for about 15-odd years, and we then decided we, we want to make a change from the, city to where, from the city side. We then had a lovely time driving around the Western Cape to find a spot. Yeah, and then one day we were traveling from Citrus Dull side, and we came over Gedo Pass into the awesome Cirrus Valley. And I just turned to my husband and said, yeah, we need to find a spot because this is where I would like to live. Yeah, and a couple of months later, obviously, we had to do we, the ziplines on municipal ground, so we had to go into some negotiations, and yeah, we opened up here on the 1st of November 2010. Wow, so you've actually been going for quite some time. Yes, yes, it's just on eight years now. That's great. For those of our listeners who may be unfamiliar with ziplining, can you just tell us what it is? Okay, so I think in the in the South African context, we probably know it as foofy sliding, although um, ours is a bit more advanced than your 
your piece of blow draught in the backyard where <laughs> where the boys used to <laughs> to um slide on but yeah so it's basically a very advanced um system it's cables or wire ropes as they called that stretched across uh, a gorge in our case there's eight lines so these lines are are stretched across the gorge and then with some equipment you then harnessed and clipped onto this cable and you go zipping through the air. Wow, it sounds amazing. So when and how did you first start in, um, accommodating the needs of persons with disabilities? Into okay, the- so uh, yeah, uh, a couple of years ago, I think about three or four years ago, I met Deirdre from Warrior on Wheels and she obviously, um, Damien is her son who's um, disabled. And yeah, I just saw this little, this boy's, um, oh, he's not a boy anymore, he actually just turned 21, but he's, um, I just saw his eyes bright, light up, and when he saw the zip lining, and yeah, we then started chatting, obviously I had to come back and, and speak to, to my technical um, husband and, and my guides, and we then actually made a plan and it was yeah about two or three months later we had Damien and some of his friends on on the zip lines for the first time oh, it must have been an amazing experience for them to to try that out and to give it a go uh, it was awesome so awesome so you've also had several other groups of um, persons with special needs that have been accommodated on the zip lines can you tell us some of the stories of those groups Who's yeah sure so so not far from us from Sierras is Vusta, who's um, renowned for the, I think they've got a couple of schools for special needs schools. Um, amongst them is the, the deaf and the blind school. And yeah, um, also once again met some of the people there. And um, yeah, uh, the, the um, blind or, or deaf people are a bit easier to accommodate. Um, my staff always says that the deaf people as actually li- listen better than than hearing people. <laughs> so with with them, obviously visual cues are easy to do. They they very comfortable in in going by themselves. And um, with with people that are sight impaired, they would go in tandem with with either a guide or their assistant helper. So so from a, a special needs side. Hearing and sight impaired people are a bit easier to accommodate. Um, yeah, obviously when it comes to physical disabilities, it's a bit more of a logistical exercise, but, but we make it work. Why do you think it's important to make travel experiences like ziplining accessible to persons with special needs? You know what, um, it's it's just, I think, probably with me being a, a heart issue. Um, my father is partially sighted. And I just feel that um, as far as we can, obviously in, in context to safety, we, we do need to give special needs people this opportunity. Because if a person is, has special needs, it doesn't mean he doesn't have an adventurous or she doesn't have an adventurous soul uh, or spirit. So yes, we we really try and accommodate um, special needs people um, as far as possible. Um, yeah, they 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 people. They want to experience nature. They want to experience something with the adrenaline rush, 
and unfortunately, I think in South Africa, it's, it's a bit limited. So yes, we really try um, to, to make a plan for special needs people. That's fantastic to hear. Let's take a step back and kind of just look at some of the details. You've mentioned that someone with a visual impairment would go tandem um, with a, a visual um, assistant or one of your guides, that someone yeah. with um, someone who's hearing impaired would just need some visual cues. But let's look at the details of how do you realistically, at the most basic level, how do you work with someone with a disability? Okay, so as I said, um, people that are physically disabled, there's obviously different different categories. So if you look at somebody that is missing a limb, whether it's an arm or a leg, um, and they have a, a prosthetic limb, we can normally deal with that quite easily. They, we walk in a footpath, which is literally a footpath in the mountain, and most people that miss, that's missing a lower limb actually quite easily cope with that. Um, people that's missing an upper limb, you know what, most of those people are, if, it's, if that person only has one arm, are pretty strong in that arm, so they need to control the braking system, and they really have no issues with that. Um, a good friend of mine only has one arm, and Jimmy regularly comes in on the zip line. So, so in that sense, it's really not difficult. It does become a bit more difficult when you're looking at people that are either quadriplegic or par paraplegic. Um, that entails then, as in Damien's case, um, Deirdre is quite comfortable in actually carrying him around. He's fairly small in stature, so she deals with that quite well. So also, once again, um, it's, we, we look at the safety factor because that's our main priority. That a person that's then quadriplegic or paraplegic would once again go tandem with somebody that's physically abled. Um, the, the, it gets a bit difficult, obviously, in between the slides where you need to clip off and clip back on, and that is where we basically need to help or literally carry that person. So we have a bit of a cut-off point in the sense that one or two people need to be able to carry that person. And we, I make special arrangements. I have an a, a extra set of guides that go with that help that person or assist that person's assistant to get him clipped on and clipped off and obviously to, to be, do a bit of the carry work. Um, but yeah, no, with the sight impaired, the hearing impaired, the, the um, special needs that missing a limb, it's really not that difficult. As I said, it does become a bit more tricky when that person is either quadriplegic or paraplegic. But once again, as I said, we try to the to the extent, as I said, where we don't compromise safety to get that person on the line. So would you suggest if someone was interested in coming along to, to try ziplining, um, someone with a disability, would you suggest they contact you ahead of time to chat to you about the accommodations that they might need? Yes, that's what I always say. If you have a special need, we will then see to what extent we can accommodate. It's not a quick fix. It's normally something I would come back to the team and we will chat about it and we will make the necessary arrangements and then obviously I'd go back to that client. Oh, that's fantastic. And talking about that, where and how can people find Series Zipline Adventures? 
Okay, so we're obviously based in the town called Ceres, which is famous for their juice and their fruit. Um, we're about an hour and a half drive out of Cape Town. Um, on the internet, we, if you want to have a look to see what it's all about, our website is www.ceresadventures.co.za. You're welcome to give my office manager, Dimitri, a ring on 079-245-0354. And then my direct number is 082-337-2499. And I always welcome a phone call and we can discuss how we can assist. That's absolutely wonderful. Thank you. And just to remind people that you can also contact Serious Zipline Adventures through the Accessible South Africa website, www dot accessible south africa dot co dot za where there are some inf more information photographs much as what you would find on the serious zipline adventures website as well angelique before we finish if we've got listeners who are thinking wow that really sounds fun but i'm still a little anxious what would you say to them to kind of encourage them to come and give ziplining a try? Okay, so firstly, my guides and my staff are quite afraid with dealing with able-bodied people that is a bit scared. And I can promise you, even the more so if you have special needs. You know what? We, we live this life and sometimes it just seems day by day by day. Get out there. Give me a call. I can promise you it would be an experience of a lifetime. And even more so if you're a bit scared. Um, you know what? We, it's just so beautiful here. And just find that courage in your heart to phone me. And I can promise you, you will get off the zip line and you'll feel like you've basically just accomplished and um, conquered the world. You know, it's, it's just such an amazing experience for an able-bodied person and a thousand percent more if you actually have special needs. So you know what? Just make the phone call. Let's chat about it and I can guarantee you it would be an awesome, awesome, awesome experience. Well, I have to tell, me, tell you, Angelique, you've got me convinced. So you'll probably find that I'll be one of those people giving you a call sometime. We're waiting for you guys. We're waiting <laughs> for you guys. Come on over. Thanks so much. Today we've been talking to Angelique LaRue, who's the co-owner of Series Zipline Adventures. And I really want to thank you, Angelique, for taking the time to speak to us today. And I hope you've enjoyed sharing some of the, the, the facts about ziplining with our listeners on the Accessible South Africa Travel Podcast. Of course, thank you very much. And yes, please just find the courage and come and do ziplining. You will love it. Thanks so much. situated about two hours drive from Cape Town. The specific accommodation that we're looking at is Libonier Guest Accommodations. This small, charming bed and breakfast 
has two rooms, one suite of which, the Moonglow Suite, is designed with the needs of persons with disabilities in mind. If you'd like to find out more of the details of the facilities that are available, hop on to the Accessible South Africa website on www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za under the Accommodation tab. There you'll find details and photographs of Le Bonnier. I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing you and your families a wonderful holiday season from all of us here at Accessible South Africa. We look forward to sharing more travel stories and experiences with you in the coming year. That's it for this time. You can find out more about us on the web at www.accessiblesouthafrica.co.za, on Facebook at Accessible South Africa, or on Twitter at Accessible SA. You can also email us on podcast at accessiblesouthafrica.co.za. Editing was done by Deirdre Gower, and our theme music was by Luigi Chow, based on a motif by Lois Strachan. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.